Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Special orders, curbside parcel pickup, delivery service, online ordering. We wrote the book on customer service. Well, we didn't write the book on it, but we've been doing that and more since 1946. Check us out. Curtain, Chuck's Fine Wines, the legendary Chagrin Valley destination for 76 years. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. After a bit of a much-needed hiatus, we are back in studio recording, and we're going to be releasing some really fun and informative episodes, so stay tuned. We are back. And I want to share with you some information about my favorite topic, which is networking. So now that most of us are out and about and back into the thing of live interaction, I thought I would share five things you should know to master networking because it's been a while and sometimes we forget the important things. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So before I begin, I want to define what I mean by network. So for me, network is two things. It's the net and then the work. So the net part is I like to think of an acronym, N-E-T. So the N stands for new connections. The E stands for engaging conversation. And the T is timely interaction. So that's the net part of network. And then the work part is pretty obvious, work. So you have to do something to network. You can't just, if you're coming back into an in-person meeting, you can't just arrive at the meeting, munch on some stuff, and think that you've networked. And you can't also just come to the meeting, munch on some stuff, and then pass out your business cards and think that you've done networking. So that's not what it's all about. So let's talk about what it is about. And I want to share five things with you. So the first thing you need to know to be a master networker is it is not about you. A master networker understands that success comes from building authentic relationships, not selling. So I know that we've all had that come our way that person who comes to the networking event loaded down with business cards and starts passing out their car to everybody and talking about themselves. And you know how much of a turnoff that is. So it's not about you. When you're a master networker, you understand it's not about you. The sales will come after you make that new connection and get to know that person, like that person, and trust that person. 
then you will feel comfortable referring that person. And then it works both ways. So the more that you get to know people and they get to like you and trust you, they will also in turn give you referrals. So remember, it's not about you. All right, number two, you need to know who to invest your time in. So this is really key. Because if you're just going to an event and talking to everybody, although that's great and you may make some great connections, if you are strategic, you will be much more successful. So who should you invest your time in? You want to think about this before you get there. And you want to take a moment and think about who your ideal clients are and who would be great collaboration partners for you. So make some time to get this clear in your mind about who your ideal client is and who you would be most benefited by to collaborate with and make a list of those people. So a perfect example is somebody who you might want to collaborate with is someone who shares the same customer base as you. So, for example, I like to use this one because I think it's pretty easy. So let's say you are a graphic designer. A great collaboration partner for you might be a business attorney. Why? Because business attorneys talk to people who oftentimes want to start a business. So if someone's starting a business, they're going to need business cards. They're going to need a logo. So as a graphic designer, that would be a great person for you to collaborate with. You share the same customer base, but you are not competitors. So that's an example of somebody that you would want to collaborate with. And that's somebody that you would want to make some time investing in when you're at a networking event. So number two, know who to invest your time in when you're at a networking event. Number three, how to invest your time. So you want to know how to invest your time. So I always say block off one or two hours a week for relationship building activities. And you want to build those relationships with those people who you've already met and targeted as your ideal collaboration partner, or your ideal client. So how do you start to build those relationships? Very simply, you want to, number one, start to connect with them outside of that networking event. So it is often my practice when I'm at a networking event and I've met someone and I want to get to know them better is to say, hey, I'd love to get together and chat coffee and see how we might work together. So that's a great opener when you're at the networking event to invite them to meet with you outside of that networking event. So investing your time means meeting outside of your networking event and actually getting together with them and, and chatting with them. So number four ideal thing you need to know to be a master networker is it's about connecting and not collecting. It's about connecting and not collecting. So what do I mean by that? It is not the quantity of business cards or if you're on social media, followers that you collect, but rather the quality of that relationship. 
So success in networking is not just who you know, it's how well you know them. So strive to make two or three connections and then engage in those activities we talked about in step three and cultivate those relationships. So often I like to say, think about, if you're on LinkedIn, think about all the connections that you have. So you probably have at least 200 connections on LinkedIn. Most people have about 200. So let's really think about those connections for a moment. It's great to have 200 connections. However, of those 200 connections, how many of them would you trust to house it for you? Think about that. So if it's probably not 200, then those 200 connections are not that meaningful, right? So how many of those would you really trust in your house or borrowing your car for the weekend? Those are the ones that you know and you trust. And that's kind of what you want to do when it comes to connecting. You want to build relationships, trusting relationships, not just collect a whole bunch of followers, not just collect a whole bunch of business cards. Make that authentic, meaningful relationship. And then number five, this is crucial, follow up. So it doesn't matter if you've made that connection with somebody who you want to collaborate with if you don't follow up with them. So I know if you've been if you've been networking and you've done some networking for a while, you probably have a stack of business cards from all of your meetings. Those are merely potential contacts, potential connections. What makes them meaningful is when you follow up. So here's a quick little tip that I use when I am trying to be more consistent. Now we all have those moments where we're not always doing what we need to do, but I try as best I can to be really consistent about at least reaching out. What I do is I send a quick thank you email. So nice to meet you or great chatting with you. And then I often will say, I'd love to get together and connect with you. And all of last year, that was really easy because I would just send my Calendly link, have them click on it, pick a time, and we would do a quick Zoom coffee chat. So you can do that as well. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend Calendly. It's a really great resource. Um, it saves you all the runaround back and forth emails. If you don't have Calendly, go ahead and send that email anyway and just ask for a time where you can get together so you've made that at least reach out. And then the other thing I like to do when I'm really on top of things is send a little handwritten note, just thanking them for their time. And if they shared anything with me or I shared something with them, like I said, I might know somebody who I'd love to introduce you to. I also mentioned that in my little handwritten thank you note. And let me just tell you, I've gotten some feedback on that because most of us don't get handwritten notes. Most of the mail that we get nowadays, if you're getting any mail, is a bill or a sales pitch, right? So how nice it is to get a little handwritten note. So that's a little extra bonus thing you can do to kind of cinch that connection. And then I try within a week or so to connect with them on social media, not to sell them, but to genuinely connect. So here's a couple things I do social media-wise to cultivate the relationship. Number one, I follow and then I'd like, and if appropriate, comment on their comments. 
and then share. And that's kind of the extent of it. So don't be that person on LinkedIn who gets accepted as a connection and then blast that message box with your sales pitch. Nobody likes it. If you're doing it, stop doing that. Nobody likes it. It's really annoying. Don't do that. You want to cultivate relationships by liking, sharing, and commenting. And when you do that authentically and consistently, people take notice and they'll reach out to you. And you can also, if you've been commenting, be a little bit or feel, I should say, a little bit more comfortable saying, hey, let's chat on Zoom or let's get together for coffee. It's someone local because they've already seen you commenting. They've already seen you liking and sharing. So those are my five little tips for being a master networker coming back off of not being in person. I thought it would be great to touch up on those networking or master networking skills. Until next time, thanks for listening. And I want to remind you to like, <laughs> like, okay, to like and to also subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any feedback, love to hear it. And stay tuned. We've got a ton of great information coming up. So take care. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already... Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.